Hi, and welcome to the 15th episode of Dorna Stockcock, exclusively on Radio Naira, Raleigh, Durham, on 99.9 FM HD4, 101.9 FM, and 1490 AM. Last time, we finished all of the main 11 sectors of the stock market. And although we finished all of these sectors, there are some still uh, smaller sectors and subsectors of sorts that aren't necessarily a part of this 11, but are important. So the next few stock talks will be geared towards going over those. The first one we will be focusing on is probably the most well-known out of this category, and that is the semiconductor industry. Let's start off by asking the question, what is the semiconductor industry? The semiconductor industry consists of companies that design chips, manufacture chips, manufacture the equipment and software used to make chips, and companies that package and test the chips. And obviously when I say chips, just to get rid of any confusion, when I say chips, I obviously mean chips that would be going inside of your computer. I will be going over three stocks today, and those are NVIDIA with the ticker of NVDA, Qualcomm with the ticker of QCOM, and Texas Instruments with a ticker of TXN. So, starting out with NVIDIA. Looking at NVIDIA's chart, it's been in a downturn for like the last week or so. And it's just been coming down and it recently went below its 50-day moving average. And what I can see, it seems that NVIDIA has hit its point of support and therefore it will probably go back up and possibly go past this 50-day moving average and continue to rise. Um, its RSI also agrees with this fact, with its RSI being at about 39. So what I see, so I think that this would probably be an optimal buying point for NVIDIA. It could either go up straight away next week, or maybe come down like $1 to $3 and then make its way back up. So I think this would definitely be a pretty optimal buying point for NVIDIA. As for NVIDIA's market cap, it has a market cap of $580.3 billion, a beta of $1.44, and as for earnings, they have met or exceeded estimates in all four of the last four quarters. As I mentioned before, they met or exceeded estimates in all four of the last four quarters, and their revenue and earnings just kind of shows the popularity that NVIDIA has been experiencing over the last few years. In 2019 and 2020, its revenue was around 10 to 12 billion dollars, and it came down a little bit in 2020, and this could obviously be maybe be credited to the pandemic. But in 2021, it again came up by huge margins and was around 17 billion dollars. In 2022, however, it almost doubled and was around 28 billion dollars in revenue. The same goes for earnings, it came down a little bit in 2020 relative to 2019, went back up in 2021, and then went back up by a lot in 2022. As for the recommendation uh, ratings for NVIDIA, analysts are firmly uh, have firmly set sorry, a buy rating for NVIDIA, with it being at a 2 on the dot. Um, as for the price targets, its current price target is $231. And the average price target analysts have set is $341, which is $110 above its current price. 
So according to analysts, it's revenue and earnings and most importantly, it's actual stock chart. NVIDIA has quite the future. The next stock I'll be going over is Qualcomm with the ticker of QCOM. So Qualcomm is in a, pretty much the same situation as that of NVIDIA. Although the only difference is that Qualcomm has been below its 50 day moving average for quite a while now and is pretty much stayed within the same ballpark, give or take a few dollars, uh, for like the last month or so. Uh, so Qualcomm though did recently come down quite a bit uh, and it, it, as I said before it's, a, it's below its 50 day moving average. You could consider this a point of support for Qualcomm and therefore making this a good buying point and the RSI tells the same with Qualcomm being at a 34 on the RSI which is really close to 30. So I would, ask, I would say the same thing that I said for Nvidia. According to its chart and its technicals, this would be an optimal buying point for Qualcomm. And it might come down very little, maybe $1 to $2 per share, before it starts to come back up, or it will directly go up. But either way, this is a really good buying point for the stock. As for the basics, it has a market cap of $154 billion, a beta of 1.24 showing that it is pretty volatile of a stock like NVIDIA which had a beta of 1.44 if I'm not mistaken. As for earnings, Qualcomm has met or exceeded earnings estimates in all four of the last four quarters. I'm just pulling up some additional charts for Qualcomm and yeah, as I mentioned before it has met or exceeded its earnings estimates in all four of the last four quarters and as for revenue and earnings, it was pretty much the same pattern. Uh, as that of NVIDIA. Um, the only difference being that from 2018 to 2019, sorry, 2018 to 2020, uh, with a little bit of variation, earnings and revenue basically stayed in the same spot for Qualcomm, and both of those increased pretty tremendously uh, in 2021. As for the recommendation ratings, it's basically the exact same as that of NVIDIA in the sense that analysts are firmly set on buy for Qualcomm with it being at 2 and 2 means 5. And as for the price targets that analysts have said, the current price for Qualcomm is $136 and the average price target set for it is $217 which is pretty considerably um, over Qualcomm's current price. And as a matter of fact, like the lowest price target set out of any analyst of the pool is $160, which is still $24 greater than its current price. So analysts are predicting that Qualcomm is going to go up no matter what. The next stock I'll be going over is Texas Instruments with a ticker of TXN. Again, Texas Instruments is in pretty much the same situation as the last two stocks. It went up pretty high to $191 and at about $69 on its RSI. And it came down pretty consistently until it got to about $174 and then uh, $43 on its RSI. It's currently, it's, it's currently um, a little bit below its 50-day moving average. It necessarily hasn't, it hadn't necessarily gone that much below. So I wouldn't necessarily recommend the same thing I did for the last two. I wouldn't say that this would probably be the best point because since it hasn't really gone below its 50 day moving average that much, I don't know if it hit that point of support. And looking at the 
uh, stops past history. It has it. It didn't come down as much as it usually did. So I would wait before you buy Texas Instruments, just because I don't know if it has hit that point of support yet. So I'd wait for it to come down a little bit more before you invest in. Moving on to Texas Instruments Basics, it has a market cap of $160.7 billion, a beta of 0.95, showing that it is indeed a more of a less volatile stock than the past two. And as for earnings, like the last two, it has met or exceeded estimates in all four of the last four quarters. Yeah, as I mentioned before, they have met or exceeded all of their earnings estimates in the last four quarters. and. As for revenue and earnings, revenue and earnings again kind of follow the same pattern as the past two stocks. It stayed within the same ballpark from 2018 to 2020. However, there were pretty substantial increases from 2020 to 2021. Uh, so yeah, I it, it's basically following the same pattern as our last two stocks with a little bit of variation here or there. And this is, I guess, where like the main difference occurs. So the analyst recommendations for Texas Instruments are a little bit different for that of Qualcomm and NVIDIA, in the sense that analysts gave it a score of 2.5, and two is a buy and three is a hold on this scale. So 2.5 is in between a buy and a hold. So for that, it's just kind of like 50-50, I guess. You kind of have to make your best judgment on that at least as per these analyst price targets, I'm sorry, these analyst recommendations. As for the analyst price target, the average analyst price target for it is $23 above its current price, which is definitely a good sign. Now, as I always do, I'm going to give an ETF, and this ETF is where I got all of these three stocks today, and this ETF is an ETF specific for the semiconductor industry, and if I'm not mistaken, it is again a select SPD, SPDR ETF, and it is XSD. And I'll repeat that again, XSD is the ETF that I use for this episode. Thank you so much for listening to the 15th episode of Drona Stock Talk. And tune in every Saturday from 2 to 3 p.m. to further your knowledge of our financial markets. Thank you.